Good morning, Be the Church family. Welcome to today's weekday morning devotional. Before we begin, I just wanted to share some convictions that have been on my heart, both personally as well as for our listeners. There's no doubt that we live in an extremely trying time right now, and every day seems to appear one step closer to the end times, which leaves most of us wondering how to navigate the world around us as things get more difficult. My conviction and encouragement is this. Just like in Jesus' day, people were looking for a worldly savior, someone to solve their earthly problems and challenges, and in doing so, many missed the Messiah, who came to solve eternal problems, not temporary ones. It's easy to get caught up in wishing for or hoping someone fixes even just some of the corruption in this world and makes it a better place for us to live again. But we, especially as Christians, who know how the story ends, must be careful not to give these hopes a higher place or value or importance than the place that we hold Christ in our lives. For truly, this world is scheduled to fall apart and into despair. And while we don't know when, we do know that it's going to happen. My challenge to you as well as to myself is to earnestly consider how can we help more people improve their relationship with Christ in the time that we have available to us. This will have eternal impact, and while postponing Armageddon is a noble desire as well, it can't be more important than sharing the gospel and helping people how to discern truth from false witness. For this reason, I'm all the more thankful to Aaron who writes these devotionals and allows us all this great easy way to sit with God every morning and meditate on his word. And how easy it is to share these short shows with others who would value the chance to spend more time with God as well. It's clear in our show statistics that many of you are sharing these episodes, and we are so happy that you feel comfortable doing so, because it means that many more people are getting to sit with God more, even if only one more time. We thank you for that. With that, let's jump into today's reading, which comes out of Matthew 6, verses 25 through 34. For this reason I say to you, Do not be worried about your life, as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor for your body as to what to put on. Is life not more than food, and the body not more than clothing? Look at the birds of the sky. They do not sow, nor reap, nor gather crops into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more important than they? And which of you by worrying can add a single day to your lifespan? And why are you worried about clothing? Notice how the lily of the fields grow. They do not labor, nor do they spin thread for cloth. Yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory clothed himself like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith, do not worry then, saying, What are we to eat, or what are we to drink, or what are we to wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, for your heavenly Father knows that you need these things. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided to you. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Jesus begins this portion of his sermon reminding us what he just talked about. He says, for this reason. He could have used a therefore, 
So we must ask the question, for what reason? Or wherefore is that therefore, therefore? I hope you remember, but previously Jesus was saying, don't put money or any other idol above serving and following God. So then, if we are able to do that, we can also do what he says we should do in today's verse. Don't worry. I'm sure we have all heard the idioms, let go and let God, God's got this. Don't worry, be happy. Or as the great philosopher Elsa sang from Frozen, let it go, let it go. It's a whole lot easier said than done. It's in our nature to worry about the things that we think we need. I often tell the story about our daughter Amanda when she was three. We were out to breakfast and there was a claw arcade game where you put in a money and you could have the claw grab a teddy bear or whatever prize was below it. Amanda loved the teddy bears, so we tried a couple of times, but we had no success. I told Amanda we would try again next time. But she said to me, Daddy, please, I want that bear. I quoted that great musical philosopher Mick Jagger. You can't always get what you want. But sometimes you just might find you get what you need. Amanda thought for a minute, and then she said, But Daddy, I really want that bear. What we think we need and what God knows we need sometimes are two very different things. This is why we must be in the constant communication with God through prayer, through singing, and through fellowship. This allows us to not worry. It allows us to lay our burdens down at his feet. For Jesus said, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is Matthew 11, 29 and 30. How many of us feel overwhelmed, overworked and tired? How many of us have lost countless hours of sleep worrying about things that we have no control over? Jesus will give us what we need. He gives us rest. Lean into his Holy Spirit and his shalom. Shalom, which is his perfect peace and find the rest and peace you need. Lord, we praise and worship your holy and perfect name. We thank you for your awesome and perfect peace that surpasses all understanding. Help us to rest and trust in you and your perfect will for our lives. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Shalom, blessings, press in, and press on.